Dusty Dvorak will join us at 5 o'clock today here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Well, let's dive in. Oklahoma State falls to Kansas last night, 83-54. I mean, from the moment that Bryce Thompson gets hurt, it just snowballed in a really bad, bad way. And you know what? I think that's probably the nicest way to put it. Because I... I'm trying to sit here earlier and think of anything at all without sounding like that you're you're piling on. I think would be difficult to do not right now, considering our previous conversations about where Oklahoma State basketball program is in general. But yes, the uh, the Bryce Thompson injury, the one guy that was. I think the sixth game now that he has played against his former team and has had some moments in those games, I think both of his career highs, or his career high is 23, I believe. That was one year, and then last year was his season high that he had against Kansas. So he's played incredibly well against them. But, yeah, without a team that's not that great anyway losing one of their best players is only going to amplify what was already a mismatch in the first place i mean arguably your best shot maker right I, and yeah and clearly he was missed i mean 17 of 58 from the floor 29% mhm that's that's not going to get it done no i mean even if kansas wasn't scoring the way they were scoring that's that's not going to get it done and, I mean, we joked yesterday about the, the whistle that, that typically you see in Lawrence. And as Scott joked in the, in the early segment, like, you didn't even need it. But how many times do you watch a game in Lawrence where the, the visiting team shoots double-digit more free throws than the Kansas Jayhawks? <laughs> it seems like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> And once again, Kansas getting a lot of makeable shots, right? Points in the paint. And Oklahoma State uh, getting completely dominated in in that extremely vital statistic that I think outside of their win against West Virginia has been lopsided in, in nearly every Big 12 contest. So there was a point where Kansas had just gone on a 10-0 run. This is just how lopsided the affair was uh, uh, was last night in general. They go on a 10-0 run, and you look up with just a little over six minutes to go in the first half. It's 31-15. to OSU does a kind of decent job after that. They hit some threes. I'm trying to remember what they got it to, but then Kansas instantly goes back on another 9-2 to run, and you look up at halftime, and it's 44-26, to so the lead gets extended even more, but Oklahoma State's shooting 27% from the field in the first half. 27. That's bad enough, but combine that with Kansas shooting around 65% and you have an absolute recipe for a disaster, which was on full display. And I think you do have to give Kansas credit, at least in the early stages, for 
when they did have some difficult shots, they made them. I mean, they made some tough contested shots early, but there were there were way too many high percentage shots. Yeah. And and the reality is like if if somebody just makes shots, you know, and you're doing everything you can to prevent that from happening and you're playing good defense and you know, you're not giving them great looks or easy looks. Like, you have to tip your cap. That's the game, right? Sometimes you just get outplayed. I thought that there was a, a stretch of the game where that was happening a little bit and Kansas was just making shots, but there were also way too many stretches where it was just easy shots, right? <laughs> yes. And how about the three-quarters court or three-quarters uh, alley-oop from uh, K.J. Adams that he flushed down? <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, you would talk about just at that point rubbing it in a little bit more. That was, and that was hell. I think that was, there were still six minutes in the game uh, at that point. And I, I think I made the decision at that moment that, you know what, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to go ahead and finish watching the rest of this right now. I, I think I moved the game at halftime to, the second screen and started paying attention to other things and glancing over occasionally in the second half to watch for a few sequences and yeah, more of the same. And you know, what's crazy is they do it without McCuller jr. Yeah. Who I, I, I believe is leading the conference in scoring, right? First time all season that they hadn't had him. You just brought up how good that he's been inside of conference play. Uh, it's a knee bruise that Bill had talked openly about after the Cincinnati game. And they don't think that it's something that's going to keep him from playing over time. Uh, but they wanted to just hold him out because if he had to go last night, I think Bill said he would have been about 50 or 60%. So instead, what do they do again? This It feels like it's remarkably similar to the previous time that these two teams played, when to get a spark, because they hadn't played well in a stretch, they inserted a freshman into the starting lineup. And here comes in El Marco Jackson and had been replaced by Johnny Furphy, right, in the starting lineup. So here comes Jackson's opportunity for somewhat of a, a redemption story. And he gets 10 points which his total points in conference play so far had been eight. And then he comes away with 10 last night. So, yeah, like Kansas, John's talked about it a lot. They may not have the overall depth that we've seen in the past, but damn if they don't still have some incredible young talent on this team that has shown, hey, you know what, you might be able to rely on me a little bit more than just your average freshman. And now you go back home, and luckily you're back in Stillwater. That's the that's the good news. I guess the bad news is you probably get another pissed off Kansas team, don't you, on Saturday? Uh, After Kansas yes. State was run off, run off the floor against Oklahoma. You know, I'm, I still have questions about how good that Kansas State is, though. And it's not like Oklahoma State didn't have opportunities when they played there. Yeah. 
I, I, that's one of those that I thought, man, one or two things go that way. Oklahoma State could have had another conference win. So I, may, and maybe I just don't know how good that Kansas State is. Should they be embarrassed by that performance they had last night? Yes. On their home floor. Because that's yeah. one of the worst shooting performances that I've seen in college basketball in a while, and that's saying something. I mean, when when did they get their first field goal? <laughs> yeah, I'd have to go it, and look because I can't remember. Like, I remember, I know they scored a free throw. It was before, after the eight-minute media timeout. Yeah, they, they, were, they had a free throw at one point, and I remember, like, thinking, and I was about to tweet it, and then I think I got sidetracked, but I, I was like, has has a Big 12 team ever not scored a field goal in a game? And then I never hit sin, but yeah, at that point I think they had had made a free throw, but yeah, just uh, just invisible offensively. That game, if you were to put that game uh, with Kansas State and Oklahoma last night on a documentary film about what's wrong with college basketball, <laughs> it might be the lead story. 49,064 free throws. And a a team that gets a win that goes and hits 24 of 39. And that's good compared to the other team. Yeah. It was a rough watch. How about this? I didn't I didn't realize this until I just looked at the box score, but what if I told you that when the dust settled, Kansas State actually had a better field goal percentage last night than Oklahoma State did? I, I wouldn't even know how the, I I would bet money and lose that bet. Same. There's no way. I mean, I I know Oklahoma State struggled, but if you had asked me to compare the two, I wouldn't have even thought it was that that close. So Kansas State doesn't score in the first eight minutes plus. And then Oklahoma only made one field goal in the second half. Yeah, they shot 39 free throws. 39. I know. Uh, and still won by 20. Gosh. Gross. Big win, though. I, uh, no matter what level that they played at from an Oklahoma perspective to stop the bleeding in this conference who they got they got BYU Saturday I think so that's that's kind of a team there and say what you want I mean does Kansas State right now count as quad one I don't know where they're at but I mean that will that win will go a ways into helping whatever potential seeding there is for Oklahoma I think I saw last night that that might put them back in the 6-7 range if the tournament were to start today, which is my always favorite thing because that's the same as saying he's as on-pace guy for the uh, number of home runs to hit at the beginning of the MLB season. Kansas State was on pace for zero points for a long time. Yeah, so. Kansas State was on, on course <laughs> to being admitted to the West Coast Conference last night. I think night. I also saw somebody tweet last night that that was from a, a margin of victory standpoint. That was Oklahoma's best road win in like eight or nine years. Do you know how wild that is that everything that we just in told you play? about that game, that that is still their best road win in terms of score? Yeah. 
and it took a team essentially yeah not not scoring for half of the first half well i know oklahoma's disappointed because they have lost the last couple of at home but it takes away a little bit of the sting or i don't know hell it may amplify it but you lose one home you got to counterbalance that with winning on the road and at least they've done that with their last two now with with kansas state and with uh uh, that uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, another big day on Saturday in the Big 12, and uh, maybe this thing will get shuffled up again heading into next week. All right, on that note, we will take a timeout. We have a snack coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. Dusty Dvorak joins us at 5 o'clock. We have a flush it poll in the 5 o'clock hour. This is a Wednesday edition of the show, and you're listening to the Blitz 1170, and we are streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.